This is the Fed and Fit Podcast, starting your week off with motivational thoughts on real food and fun fitness activities with Cassie Joy Garcia and co-host Carissa Talbot. Remember our disclaimer, the information and opinions shared in this podcast are solely those of any given individual and not a substitute for medical advice. And here are the ladies. Today, I invite my sister, the fabulous singer-songwriter Kimberly Dunn to talk about the tips and tricks she employs to support her paleo lifestyle while she's on the road for her year-long tour. I am so excited about today's episode. My sister, Kimberly Dunn, is joining me on the show today. Hi, Kimberly. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just collectively reached for the volume controller on their car and turned it down just a little bit. (laughs) Oh, no. I hope they can tell us apart. I kind of have the raspier voice today. (laughs) Oh, that's right. We do sound really similar. Yeah. Oh, well, it's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I'm so excited you're here. Kimberly and I... We aren't necessarily in the same business, but we like to work together as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Kimberly is actually a Texas recording artist. I'm going to do a little intro for you, Kim. Oh, yay. (laughs) So Kim's a Texas recording artist. She, and her last single called Trashy Side, super catchy, by the way, uh, reached top 10 in Texas this year, which was it's an enormous accomplishment, and I'm so immensely proud of my sister. You can find her everywhere music is heard, so Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. I don't know all the places <laughs> anymore. <laughs> I started burying myself in nutrition, and I lost touch with some of the music stuff, but Kimberly tries to keep me up to speed. And she is working on her new album to re- be recorded in Nashville. And I guess you're, are you targeting next year for that to come out? Yes. Yes. I think the release month is, uh, we're shooting for February and, uh, it should be really, really exciting. I've been doing a lot of writing in Nashville, like you said, and, um, just, I'm so ecstatic, ready, ready for new mu- music. I'm ready for new music too. <laughs> <laughs> I love your music. There's, um, but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm I haven't heard every song as often as you've heard every song. <laughs> <laughs> and and I don't know why I still don't remember. I tried to describe to Kimberly that we use, you know, one of the ditties before the podcast plays that music is a piece of one of Kimberly's songs. And I was trying to describe to her how it goes instead of actually <laughs> playing for her. I was like, I can't remember which song it is, but it's one that goes da 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 da. So I might not have all the names down, but I can I can ditty them all. Yeah, you're really good at ditties. I think the ditties was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is going to be a you-know-what show. Uh, I'm so excited. This is maybe the most fun I've ever had. Okay, so I, brought, oh. I wanted to bring Kimberly on the podcast today for multiple reasons, because she's fun, she's bright, she's got a lot of positive energy. She has never met a stranger. She's always trying to find, you know, the the best spin on any situation. And I have seen, with Kimberly take on this music career, I have seen her encounter a lot of challenges. Kimberly is 
uh, her health and her fitness is a high priority to her. And, you know, and watching somebody go so, so, watching somebody that I know so closely go through the rigors of life on the road, traveling and playing all over South, um, Southern U.S., all the Southern U.S. states, you know, you, I really have an appreciation for traveling musicians and watching her go through that and trying to figure out how to balance her healthy lifestyle at the same time has really been inspiring. And Kimberly and I have put our heads together multiple times. She's come home and she's said, you know, oh my gosh, what? I need help. What are some ideas and what are some things we can brainstorm that'll help make life on the road easier for me? And just to give you guys a mental picture, Kimberly has been in the business um, of traveling and playing her guitar. She's she's a phenomenal musician. She plays the harmonica, the guitar. She's an awesome vocalist. She's been doing this for four and a half years. So she's no, you know, spring chicken. <laughs> I think I just I think I just called you old. She's not old. <laughs> she ain't no spring chicken. <laughs> She's more like a hen. <laughs> She's more like a hen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, four and a half years on the road, which is a long time. And last year, I think I have this right, you played 125 shows. Yes, that's right. And then this year, you're projected, you're on track to play, close out the year at 150. Yeah. And that's kind of the the standard for for the touring market, as as we call us the the weekend warriors, is what a lot of artists do when when you're starting out. So it takes about ten years to break an artist, and within that ten years, um, touring uh, wise, it's about 150 dates a year. That's amazing. I mean, I've, I I'm sure I'm not alone in this feeling. I think that is so incredible. And you know, we see these artists that pop up overnight and you think, oh my goodness, they're an overnight success. And I saw this thing online. Some of you listening probably have seen it as well, but I sent it to Kimberly because I thought it would really resonate with her. And you know, in this nutrition world, I've been blogging now for five years. Um, so it, it started off really small and I've been working up to try to reach as many people as possible. But the thing I saw online was if you want to be an overnight success, you have to be an everyday hustler. And, you know, and I love that. Kimberly and I are no strangers to hard work. We love hard work. And I think it's in our blood. We really, we're blessed with parents who have that just kind of that entrepreneurial spirit and they want to go out and create and do good things and spread goodwill in the world. Um, So 150 shows in a year is nothing to sneeze at. There's some people who tell me that they look at me and they think that I'm too busy and I travel too much. Um, and if you want to know how I feel about busy, you should listen to my episode on busy versus full life. It's kind of a button (laughs) to me. (laughs) Um, but if you think that I'm, you know, have a lot going on, this girl definitely does. And she does it so well with a lot of grace. Um, so just to put into more perspective, her time on the road, though, those 150 shows, what kind of mileage is she actually covering? Last year, I think she told me they put 50,000 miles on their band van. So it's a, it's a lot of time on the road. Kimberly's got a group of guys that travels with her that are members of her band and they alternate driving and things like that, but she's still away from home. And so I thought that I would, because I am, I, you know, I hang out with Kimberly and her music friends and the other folks that she opens for, 
And it's so interesting that it seems to be such this huge riddle. How the heck do we take good care of ourselves when we're on the road? You know, there's so many people that when they travel, they go on vacation, they think of their vacation time as time off of healthy eating, right? And they think, oh, well, I'll pick it up when I get home. And when you're traveling, you know, and you're playing 150 shows a year, you can't take off. I mean, that is your whole life. So Kimberly has found a way, and that's why I wanted to bring her on, was to talk about some of the tricks and methods she's learned to um, kind of decode healthy living on the road. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's pretty (laughs) dang exciting. She does a good, good job. There's, of course, always room um, for tweaking and fine tuning, but um, hopefully you guys, I'm sure you will, you'll walk away with some new ideas and feel inspired, whether you are going on an actual vacation, you're hopping on an airplane, um, or you're hopping in the car to go for a Labor Day getaway. These tips should um, be pretty useful. So let's get into it. Okay, so first off, I want to talk about food for the road. You know, that's really probably what most people think about is what the heck are they going to eat? And Kimberly and I were chit-chatting a little bit beforehand. One of the things I just kind of want to introduce this concept first, and then I'll open it up to what Kim has to add. But something that Kimberly and I have talked about in the past is when it comes to nourishing yourself on the road, Try to not put yourself at the mercy of what restaurants you come across, you know, because you don't always know what's going to be available, how full you're going to be, or maybe how you're going to feel overall. So do as much as you can to prepare in advance. That could include making food, you know, from home and actually meal prepping, or that could include going out and buying uh, packaged goods from Whole Foods or Trader Joe's that are healthier choices than you might be able to find on the road and then you've got them in your back pocket. So just to introduce that. But Kimberly, I'd love to know. So 50,000 miles worth of road warrior-ness. <laughs> <laughs> I make up a lot of words on this show. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I've decided that that's okay. Um, so with after 50,000 miles, what are your tricks to preparing food for the road? What are the foods that you make ahead of time? And what are the foods that you go out and you buy? Yeah, so the foods that I absolutely always make ahead of time are um, foods that I can eat, um, probably have like maybe a little snack since because I'm a singer, I don't really like to put, you know, put a lot of food in my belly to where it, it brings me down. And even, you know, when I'm eating clean, it really doesn't hurt me too much and feel like I'm super full. But um, so I I eat, um, I eat, I eat more, I guess a little bit more smarter when I'm on the road. And when I eat sweet potatoes, I always make, um, my hash and it's, and it's your recipe, Cassie. It's the, the hash with, um, sweet potatoes and the, the sausage, the all natural sausage with eggs and, uh, or not eggs, um, onions. And then instead of adding an egg to it before I go, I'll bring a hard boiled egg and eat the hard-boiled egg with the hash. Um, and sometimes I heat the hash up if there's a microwave. I have a microwave in my van. Um, most hotel rooms always have a microwave. So if you're just in your, your car and you bring your hash with you, you can just go to a hotel and heat it up. Um, or even um, there are convenience stores that have 
microwaves that you can heat your food up and get hot water or something like that. So I do the sweet or sweet potato hash, hard boiled eggs. Um, there are some convenience stores that have hard boiled eggs, but I would stay away from those. <laughs> um, many, many experiences with those bad boys. And then <laughs> let's see here. Uh, I love, I really, uh, have recently started loving white rice, um, as another filler, um, just to make me feel a little bit more like I have a little bit of energy. Um, I don't always bring white rice, um, but I'll cook it kind of like the way that Chipotle makes it. It's clean, pretty, pretty simple. Um, a grilled chicken. I will grill chicken, um, the week before and I will bring whatever I have left over. I'll cut it up. So it's already cut. I don't need to use any utensils and I eat it cold. Sometimes like all I want, and especially during the summer, all I want is a cold meal. Um, I want, I'll crave, sometimes I'll have the weirdest cravings of um, cereal and I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> so I'll eat a grilled chicken, a cold grilled chicken um, with some white rice and, and it's perfect. Um, carrots and hummus, like just the, the, the plain old hummus uh, and carrots especially um, with that and grilled chicken, that as a meal is, is more than anything, is, is super filling. Um, and then I'll always bring a bag of kale. I could munch on kale all the time, every day, all day. I'm like a rabbit. Everybody's <laughs> in my band, they, they, they call me a, a little bunny because I, I eat everything without anything. I love, I love the taste of vegetables. And I think it's because when we were growing up, Cassie, remember we loved horses and mom said that horses eat carrots and alfalfa sprouts and green things. And so I would just pretend I was a horse like half the time of my childhood. And so I, I still in my, in my adult life as a touring musician, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm still a horse. I gotta eat this. And it's food for my, you know, four legs. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly and I had really vivid imaginations. <laughs> so, oh, that's great. So what kind do you buy like the chopped up kale already or do you go and get the dino kale? Let Latino, I don't even know how to say that. The 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 big stalks of it. I do the bags um, only because it's just easier to transport. But if I had more time in my week, which I probably do, I'm just, I, you know what? I may do that this week. Um, go and get the the big stocks because I mean, as as I would probably like that better, anyways. Because there's sometimes you get a little piece where it's just like, mm, throw it out. <laughs> extra, extra chewy, <laughs> extra chewy. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, I always, 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 always bring that stuff. I. I, I love, I love the kale. That's I love the kale. I love the kale. Those are great tips. And you know, just from my perspective, I think that the really, a lot of folks who follow kind of a grain free paleo friendly lifestyle, at least when they first start off and Kimberly started on this, what, three, four years ago? Yeah. Pursuing so. a paleo lifestyle. So again, <laughs> no spring chicken. <laughs> 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 oh, I don't know why. That's my new favorite. <laughs> she ain't no spring chicken. Um, she's she's no stranger to these concepts, and so I find that most people, when they start off on a paleo lifestyle, they tend to be pretty low carb, and then once you've been in it for a few years, you start to get more comfortable and realize that your body does well with healthy carbohydrates. And we've talked about this before, but those sweet potatoes. That sweet potato hash, especially with a sausage, is such an awesome nutrient-dense meal that doesn't take up a lot of space 
when you're traveling and you can get a spoonful of it. You could pre-portion it out in little baggies and have like a meal ready to go. Exactly. So that's, that's awesome. And then the rice is another really great one. You know, try to think about some of those things that don't take up a lot of space, but will really fill you up and not have you like, you know, searching out the next place you can get French fries. <laughs> exactly. I, I like to share with the band and all of these guys have been touring musicians for sometimes a lot longer than I have. And when we get to share foods and they get to kind of learn the, the, you know, cleaner ways of eating on the road, it's, there's, they're just like so jovial and excited about it. They're, you know, they ain't no spring chickens. So it's just, it's just nice to, te- you know, you can teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> um, and it also like when, when these guys eat healthier with me, um, I, we, it's, it is a noticeable attitude change and they just feel lighter. And the last thing that we want before we get on stage is to feel super full or bloated. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, being able to share my, uh, my food with them has, I always bring massive amounts of, of whatever it is so I can share with the guys. And it's, it's been helpful. That's awesome. That's really great. Um, so that's, that seems like pretty doable. You know, if someone's going on a road trip, they're like, okay, I can hard boil some eggs. I can make some sweet potato hash. I can, uh, grill some chicken, a whole bunch of chicken breasts, and I can make some white rice. Like that is super simple. You've got some good meal variety. What are the things that you like to buy and bring with you and from where? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll go get sandwich meat from, you can go to your, your you know, local butcher, um, which I know some places don't have local butchers, which I think is crazy. But um, my, 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 sound, my sound guy, his name is Nick, and Nick is from South Africa. And he taught me that if you go to even your HEB grocery store, he said, make friends with the butcher. Because if you make friends with the butcher, like, you know, name, first name basis, they will give you the best cuts of whatever it is for super, like great, great deals. Um, so I'll always go to the butcher and I'll get, um, uh, sandwich meat so I can put that with my kale. If I feel like if I don't, if I don't have enough grilled chicken, um, I'll go to Trader Joe's and sometimes I'll get a bottle of wine, go crazy. Um, (laughs) but interesting because like and and that's where I get my hummus and my carrots um and uh, Trader Joe's also has these uh little dark chocolate um patties they're only three ingredients and it's honey uh peppermint of oil and dark chocolate and they are amazing they're like the best version it's like an Andy's mint but like so much better for you and so much tastier uh especially if you keep them cold holy Hannah they are amazing those are um, so stinking good. If you guys haven't seen those, I think they're just called dark chocolate peppermint mints, right? Honey mm-hmm. mints? Yeah, yeah. And they're always by the cash register. And they're, you know, for there's normally seven of us in the van for three or four days. Uh, there's like, I don't know, maybe eight in a, or ten in a package. Like I'll have one a day. I'll have one right before a show to treat yourself. Hashtag treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> treat yourself. Yeah. I used to have that mentality, like you said before, um, you know, it's the weekend and you want to have fun and, oh, you're going to treat yourself. I'm going to have that, you know, whatever today. And I can't do that all the time. So I always make sure to have some sort of like reward for still doing well. And, and the one Trader Joe's dark chocolate peppermint patty is how I hashtag treat myself. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's awesome. Those are really great tips. Other things that you can probably buy and take with you include, if you're really planning ahead, there are some really healthy beef jerky uh, recipes out there. You know, Steve's Paleo Goods has a really good jerky. They've also got some, uh, they're like Slim Jims. And you can order those and have those shipped to you in time. Trail mix, things like that are also good. And those, I want to, folks who are really familiar with Fed and Fit, and especially folks that have been on or taken my Fed and Fit project, know that I'm not a huge advocate for snacking for a lot of reasons, but mostly because it really puts you on a blood sugar roller coaster and kind of keeps you from really getting to a basic state of burning body fat when you're supposed to burn body fat. And so, you know, bringing trail mix and beef jerky, I tend to bring those and think of them as a meal replacement if you're ever in a pinch, but it's good to have it just in case. Totally. Okay, awesome. Well, moving on, next I want to talk about menu ordering. And this is a tricky one. And I've got, if y'all follow me on Instagram, I do some hashtags like Paleo off the menu or Cassie Joy eats out just so you can really see some of the things that I order when I'm out. Um, but I'm going to give a basic kind of a template. And then I want to hear from Kim some of the places that you like to go to and what you like to order when you are out and you're trying to pursue this a little bit um, easier on your body, health-promoting, paleo-friendly. So... First of all, I can I encourage you when you're looking at a menu and you're trying to make a healthy choice while you're out, try to only look at non-breaded proteins. Okay, so avoid the chicken fried steaks, avoid the fish sticks or whatever, the chicken nuggets, things like that. Try to go for anything that's grilled, um, steamed, or pan fried is an option too, but not not preferred. And you can ask folks what's actually if there's any breading on there. Um, I encourage you to pursue non-sugary condiments. So that would include mustard is a non-sugary condiment. That's a pretty decent one. Try to avoid the ketchups and the barbecues and the sweet and sour sauces just because it, it probably has more stuff in there when you actually read the label than you realize. I like to ask for steamed vegetables, whatever their seasonal vegetables are, ask for that. If you're out for breakfast and the meal is typically served with oh gosh, a biscuit, you know, or something like that. It's People won't look at you strangely for too long if you ask them to replace the biscuit with some steamed veggies. You know, that's totally normal. And if, you're, and if you want to go one step further down the rabbit hole, you can also ask them cause mo- what kind of fat they cook in because most people cook their meats and vegetables with vegetable oil, you know, canola oil. And as a lot of us know already, that's pretty, it's kind of an inflammatory, um, inflammation promoting oil due to the counterbalance of omega-6s to omega-3 fatty acids. So what you can do is I like to, if you're not lactose intolerant or really, um, severe autoimmune, ask them to cook your meat and vegetables in butter. Butter is actually a safer alternative than some of the vegetable oils, so that's a good one. And then as far as starches go, if you can find a place that will serve you a baked potato, I say go that route. Baked potatoes, if you're really needing some good carbs in your your, uh, day, I would avoid the french fries 
and because they probably have some sort of a wheat-based breading on them and ask for a baked potato and just eat the insides of that potato and you'll get all the, all the good stuff from it. So those are kind of the parameters. I hope I touched on most of it. But Kimberly, what are some of your favorite spots? Yeah, well, it's kind of like it, they're my favorite spots because they're most of the time the only spots. <laughs> um, and because we play a lot of a lot of Texas shows and most of the towns that we go to are, you know, I, we, I live in Austin and it's a major city. So I've got everything here um, at my fingertips if I want to go out and uh, get a meal. Um, my number one place that I look for a beacon of hope is Starbucks. And I know it sounds crazy and we're talking about food here, but um, Starbucks has a salad that I will stock up on if I go, if we have like a festival, for example, when we play festivals, there are not a lot of options. Normally it's like festival food and everything is fried mm -hmm. and it's really difficult to find something that's clean. Um, especially if I, you know, am out of the food that I already brought myself. Um, I'll go to Starbucks, um, you know, get my drink of choice. And then they have this kale salad and it's kale beets. And, um, at the bottom there is a rice and, they, and it comes with um, a, uh, a dressing, but I always throw the dressing out. I've never used the dressing. Um, and all of the, the – it's so good. It's just kale, beets, and um, this delicious rice that is – it's just – it's cold. It's so good. Um, so you kind of get the, the best of both worlds. So that, that'll, that'll be a, a lovely meal for me. Um, I love it. So Starbucks is number one. Um, beacon of hope. And <laughs> for food, uh, a lot of places um, that, uh, but for, for now for like main more foods, uh, Chick-fil-A is, if you're going to go the fast food route, um, the, it's my, my least go-to, but they do have salads and uh, grilled chicken there now. And they do grilled chicken nuggets now, which is awesome. I'll do, um, there's an Asian chicken salad that they have and it's, if you don't add any of the prepackaged um, crunchy stuff to it, you just toss that to the side. Um, you do it's in add grilled chicken, and sometimes, and a lot of times, the grilled chicken is the chicken amount is not enough uh, protein for me. So I'll ask them to add four extra nuggets of grilled chicken. Nice. Um, and so you can ask for extra extra nuggets, double meat, and um, that is delicious. And it comes with if you it, the it actually comes with mandarin oranges, which I know are a little sweet, but that's kind of it. Kind of acts as the dressing. Um, so just kind of think of it that way. Since you're not even using the dressing, it um, it kind of all balances out, and and it's kind of like a dessert too. Um, but you, if you didn't want to do uh, the mandarin chicken and you were totally being really good about not eating a lot of sugary stuff, they have just like the plain grilled chicken salad, no cheese. Um, grilled chicken. And then the next place that I go to is Jimmy John's and I get my unwitch and I love it and it's fast. Um, and it's not a salad and I feel like I'm eating a burrito, but it's green. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I love Jimmy John's. Um, the next place we go to, um, that's normally on the road is Chipotle. Chipotle is a, a band favorite. Everybody loves it because we can always, always, always get something super clean there. I ate Chipotle yesterday. I love it. I'll eat Chipotle all the time, every time anywhere I am. We keep saying that if we, Austin and I live outside of San Antonio in the way out burbs, 
<laughs> and there's not a lot of development out here right now. It's just us. And the sticks. Just, it is. We live in the sticks, the suburb sticks. And we keep joking because we're thinking we're going to live here for like, what, five years? We keep saying that it's going to happen. We're going to put our house on the market and they're going to break ground on Chipotle on the, like the front corner. Oh, I know. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Oh, man, that would be so good. I love Chipotle, too. You can turn any of their burrito bowls or burritos into a salad. And just a retouch on the Jimmy John's thing, because I know a lot of people are surprised when I post about the Unwitches on Instagram and Facebook. You can turn any sandwich at Jimmy John's into an Unwitch. They just wrap it in some lettuce for you. Totally. It's yes. super stinking good. And I just ask for extra hot peppers. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's amazing. And they always are just so fast. And it really is like if you're on a road trip or you're on a business trip or anything like super fast, if there's a Jimmy John's in the area, that is that is the best way to go. Um, and it's um, it's funny that you brought up the um, the the baked potato, Cassie, because this past weekend and more recently, um, there have been a lot of McAllister's poking up. Mm-hmm. And um I used to eat McAllister's in college all the time, and I used to eat the the crazy, like, cheese-filled bacon spud, which I know now that, like, that is, like, a birthday meal. If I, <laughs> I saved I, that for one day out of the year. <laughs> with two sides of ranch dressing. That was my uh-huh. favorite. Yep. Yeah. Ranch dressing and sour cream, the works. Um, but so we'll go to, we can go to McAllister's and you can get um, uh, pick two. And the cool thing about McAllister's is also if you're on a time crunch, which most uh, people that are on the road are, um, if you call them ahead, you can tell them the exact time that you want to pick it up. And now a lot of McAllister's have drive throughs um, So you can call and order ahead and you can do the pick two menu, which you can get a small um, potato and you can get bacon on it, which is what I've been doing. So if I'm like, if I need that starch in my life, um, and I don't have my hash with me on the road, I will do the small side, uh, side of baked potato, which is like a tiny little potato. And then, um, not tiny, but it's, a, it's not like they're gigantic mammoth potato. <laughs> um, and then I can do a, a salad on the side and with grilled chicken, sans uh cheese and uh dressing and it's just like the best meal and I feel so much better after eating that and full and I don't feel like I need to take a nap um so McAllister's has been a big thing that's been popping up all over the place and um I think oh and then uh for for those of you I think in in Texas um Bucky's is a pretty big thing and Bucky's has a um like a restaurant inside of it, but it's not like a sit down restaurant, but you can order there and they have burgers and all sorts of stuff. I've learned that you can get your burgers wrapped in lettuce at Bucky's. Bam. Boom. <laughs> so, um, a lot of, a lot of burger places, um, actually that I have run into have not like, you know, in the very beginning, four years ago, when I asked, uh, to get my burger wrapped at a local, just, random local burger joint. Um, I kind of got a funny look, but the more that I ask for it now, everywhere we go, everybody's like, oh, that's your burger, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. They're like, what is it like? I was like, it's amazing. (laughs) We ate at a, um, we sometimes our shows are at restaurants. Uh, Perfect example. We played in Midland, Texas this past weekend on a Friday and it was a burger joint. It's called Basin Burger. Delicious. And, um, they totally get it. And, and, you know, Midland Odessa area, they understand 
the the concept of clean food and uh, eating eating well and ordering off the menu. And and the more and more we travel, the more you realize like it's it's being accepted, y'all. It is. It's like a big movement. It's I love it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you are nervous about ordering kind of off the menu and tweaking and you know, if that has you feeling a little apprehensive, just go for it. I bet you'll be surprised by the lack of eye rolls. Totally. <laughs> so yeah, no, totally. <laughs> people people are, are pretty nice. Those are really, really great tips. Um, I think at the end of the day, I like to tell people, because folks always ask me, because they know that I'm a paleo food blogger, you know, they say, if we're out and we're trying to pick a place to go, for whatever reason, the group always turns to me and says, well, Cassie, where can you eat? And I'm like, I can eat anywhere. Wherever you guys want to go, I can eat there. And I think that's the kind of attitude you guys can have. It's really possible to eat anywhere. You just have to get creative. And as long as you're asking the sweet waitress or the folks behind the counter sweetly, you know, would, do you mind, is it all right if I go ahead and, you know, keep the buns? I don't want to throw it away. Please save them and wrap it in some lettuce for me. Or if you don't have lettuce, you know what? I'll just eat it with a fork and I'll be fine. If you just ask nicely, I promise you're going to be okay. You can eat anywhere if you've got the right attitude and you're able to really kind of decode their menu. Totally. So yeah, this is awesome. It's like we're on the front end of a foodie revolution. Isn't that fun? Yeah, we ain't no spring chickens. We ain't no spring chickens. Oh my gosh, that sounds like a t-shirt. Kimberly Dunn on the front. I ain't no spring chicken. That sounds like something mama would say. It does. Oh, mama. Okay, next up. I want to talk really quickly. I know we're, we're getting to the top of the 30 minutes. But I just want to touch on it because it's a total reality. When you're on a road trip and you're driving around or even if you're in an airport and you're walking through those convenience stores that are in the airports and you're looking for something, um, how do you pick, you know, the question is, oh my goodness, well, what can I get? Airports are usually pretty well stocked nowadays, especially places like San Francisco Airport has, you know, all of the good things. They, I think they carry GT's kombucha now too. So that's kind of an anomaly, but I'm talking about San Antonio International Airport, <laughs> which as large as San Antonio is, it's amazing how small our airport is. It's it's probably an efficiency miracle <laughs> really at the end of the day. Um, but what can you know, what are things that you can pick up off the shelves either when you're on the road and you're in the middle of nowhere and you come across a gas station or what are the things you can grab at an airport? And what I like to stick to, it's pretty simple and I'm going to ask Kim what she goes for as well. But I recommend that you know, you can either grab a bottle of water, that's fine if you're just thirsty for plain water, but I usually go for the sparkling water because sometimes when you're on a road trip and you go through a gas station, most folks, they go in, they get a Slurpee or they get a big gulp with Dr. Pepper. And, you know, I'm not going to hate on that, but I am going to say that there's something to walking out and getting in the car refreshed. You know, sitting in a car for a long time is not easy and sometimes you do want a little bit of a treat and sometimes plain old unspar unflavored sparkling water can do the trick. You know, the fizzy water and the CO2 really helps you feel like you've got a treat. So that's something that I'll gravitate towards. If you're wanting something sweet, again, I'm not going to hate on that. I think go for those really, really dark chocolate bars if you're needing something, um, I would say 70% or higher. If you're looking for something salty, you know, I actually think 
and and this is something that you would have to do a self-assessment to see if it's right for you. Um, and this is something that folks learn on the Fed and Fit Project also is what works well for their body. But some people find that they tolerate the occasional corn just fine. You know, and corn, of course, is another grain. And some gas stations, even in the middle of nowhere, I found, started carrying those smart pops. Have you seen those? Smart pops. Uh-uh. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Smart pops. Yes, yes. You know, it's the bagged... Um, and I know there is definitely not a health food hashtag, but it's something and it's, it's just bagged air popped popcorn with, uh, some of them have extra virgin olive oil on it. They're organic, non-GMO and sea salt, like mm-hmm. holy, holy bajoli. You can see that sitting next to the fiery Cheetos and that's awesome. It's so cool that that's an option. So if you're needing something like that, I would say gravitate towards that instead of, the cheesy Doritos. You'll probably feel it'll probably hit that craving you've got just as good, um, but won't leave you feeling as crummy. So yeah. those are those are my tips, Kimberly. What are your gas station finds? Um, so since since we we sing a lot and a lot of the time, especially in the summer, we look to get hydrated really fast. I mean, I'm a I'm a water drinker to the extreme. Um, I always get a gallon of water. I drink my own gallon of water every day, um, nice. and. On top of that, um, we get coconut waters, and not every gas station has this brand, but it's called it's Vitacoco. Vitacoco is one of the only brands that doesn't have added preservatives into it. Um, so Vitacoco is where I go, the original plain coconut water. Um, a grab for me, sometimes if I'm in a pinch and I don't have anything, honestly, I don't really ever get anything from gas stations unless it's a Bucky's and I go to the um, beef jerky counter and I get myself some Hill Country peppered beef jerky. That's Bucky's, my favorite too. It's it's the best. And it's like, it's not prepackaged. I never get, even, even the prepackaged stuff that they have, I don't go for it. I always go to the freshest source and that's at the you know, the, the meat counter. Um, so there it's, it's my favorite. Um, I'll do, uh, pork skins sometimes. Um, Oh yeah. Good one. I forgot about that. They're everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. you can get it every, every place. If you're in a real big pinch and you haven't had anything to eat all day long and you slept through lunch, um, your lunch stop. Yeah. Pork skins. Um, and I always go for those if I have, have a pinch, um, tuna, um, in water, there's usually on, on the canned food aisle, they have the ones in like the, the packages where you can just like open it up and it's just tuna and water. If you really need a protein, I can do that sometimes. And if you really are feeling craving a beef jerky, there is another brand called Oma's choice spelled O M a, um, they have, they're pretty clean. Um, not crazy clean, but much better than, uh, the other, Slim other, gym. Yeah, better than a slam jam. Um, and if you're, and also, like I said, the hard boiled eggs. I like if you really want an egg, I've done it. I just, you know, it's like a fifty fifty chance of your the repercussions of a of a convenience store hard boiled egg. Um, and then I would say about seven times out of ten, there are always fresh fruit at the counter. Yeah. Um, and I always go for a banana. Like I will get a banana almost every, every time, every they banana? Have a banana, a banana. <laughs> if there's a banana at the store, I am getting it. <laughs> so bananas. And, uh, I, I think that's it. I don't normally get an apple because they're kind of hit or miss. And, uh, sometimes, you know, I'm a, I'm an apple snob. I'll admit it. I'm an apple snob. It's um, okay. You can be but, an apple snob. I think yeah. it's a good thing to be snobby about. I don't like <laughs> mealy apples. 
Yeah, I just, I really, if it's an apple, I want it to be like, you know, Granny Smith. Yeah. I think those are great tips. I hope this is what you guys are left with is the feeling that you really, there's lots to eat everywhere. Yeah. You know, there are options everywhere. And if you're really in a pinch and you're really hungry, don't think that you have to drive through that McDonald's to get something. And don't think that you have to, you know, totally throw whatever healthy eating thing that you're on out the window. It's okay if you do. I'm not saying that it's all in or all out, but just know that there are really healthy options out there for you. We have some other stuff, but I think what we might do to keep the show a little bit shorter today is put them in the show notes on the blog. Kimberly has some other tips for you uh, to include, you know, just words from the wise on pitfalls to avoid while you're traveling. I think she's got some tips on snacking, um, the kinds of coolers that she likes to invest in. And what we will go ahead and do is we'll link up to all of that in the show notes. And if you're curious for more information about the actual equipment that Kimberly likes to bring with her on the road, really actually road tested, um, go ahead and check that out. And I'll also include links to all of the places you can find Kimberly on social media, on iTunes, good grief, the girl's everywhere. So Yee-yee! Yee-yee! You can find her (laughs) anywhere. Um, And if you are in the Texas, Oklahoma, Colorado, Nashville... Kansas! (laughs) Kansas, you know, all of those states, I recommend that you tune in to your, if you've got a Texas country radio, or I don't know what they call it in other states. Texas? I mean, it's just, you know, they call it Red Dirt. They call it Red Dirt. Red Dirt Radio. That's... (laughs) Red Dirt Radio. We're such Texans. You know... I used to wonder in, what was it? Where was it? Middle school, we took Texas history. And yeah. I, and I had one of those moments growing up where you realize the world doesn't revolve around you. And I remember coming home and asking mom and dad, I said, do people in Oklahoma take Texas history? <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed everybody would. Who wouldn't want to know what's going on here? Yeah, I know. It's technically like we're we're our own country. Everybody in France thought we were our own country. <laughs> oh, that's right. Or if you're in France, you know, and you're listening. We do have international listeners, Kimberly. Oh, um, yeah. So Kimberly learned some French. She learned that, what, is, bon oui? Bon oui is good night. Uh, and let's see. Oh, fromage is cheese. And vin is wine. <laughs> All the cheese and all the wine. That, you know what? It's not very often that I get to tour France. But when I did, I let my hair down on some non-pasteurized cheese. Boom. Heck yes. <laughs> I would too. That sounds great. If you're going to do it, that's the place to do it. Totally. That's awesome. Well, Kimberly, thank you so much for joining us today. Us, me and Gus. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Me and June, we're really glad. <laughs> oh, good. If y'all don't know, Gus is my Great Pyrenees, and June is Kimberly's Great Pyrenees, and they're siblings. And muffins. They are muffins. Gus is sleeping in front of me, his little belly up. So awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening today. Again, check out the show notes if you want to learn more about Kimberly, about some of her tips and links to all of the products that we mentioned today. And um, I think that's about it. Kimberly, do you have anything else? That's it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. We'll have to do this again. We'll come up with more topics. Yeah, yeah, we should. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, great. I hope everybody listening has a wonderful week and we will be back again next week. Bye-bye.